On the season debut of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, the entire crew gets together as we discuss the Orlando Magic upcoming season, 35th in Orlando Magic history, the 2023-24 campaign, a quick recap of what happened over the summer, and then a look ahead to what this Orlando Magic team might be able to accomplish. A couple of new additions in the rookies and also Joe Ingles, and then year two for Rookie of the Year, Paolo Bancaro, the big summer that was for Franz Wagner, winning the gold medal. What does that look like for him this year? And then also, knock on wood, fully healthy Magic squad going into training camp. So we touch on that. And a big season outlook for this Orlando Magic team coming your way on the season debut of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony. This is Jalen Suggs. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic. And you're listening to the Pod Squad. And welcome everyone to the debut edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, George Galante, David Steele, Jeff Turner. You think George will be texting throughout the entire podcast or just to start? He's got a lot going on. I, just, <laughs> right in the middle of training camp. Right well, I mean, you're, you're, you're catching us at a bad time, I am, Dante. I, am. I mean, not every not I'm everybody has your schedule. I'm, I'm just kidding. For the time I'm that joking. you guys have, I'm we have a chance to do this. But normally this time of year, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, you know what? I could probably do another month or two, kind of ease. Our, I'm ready to go for the season. Are you guys feeling the same way? Are you guys ready for an NBA season? I am. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. I'm excited for the year, but. Um, it's been a it's been a long summer, hasn't it? I had a lot going on this summer and everything. I'm ready to move on. Let's go. Test out my new knee, see if I can go up and down airplane steps and things like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait for that first walk off that Ty Eastham tells you to go run down and do. That's going to be my He'll favorite. Sprint down the yeah, stairs. Yeah, that, that's going to be. Although we won't need I mean, that. James. That we won't need that this year. We won't need that this year with 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 Kendra Douglas coming yeah, on board, right. which is last gonna be year. Great. There were a few nights where <laughs> the game was in the balance in the fourth quarter. Thirty seconds left. It could go either way. You lost and your I partner. Looked, I looked at Jeff and I could tell. You know, I'm kind of JT was thinking. I kind of hope we don't pull this one out because <laughs> if we do, I got I got to walk down those sixty-two steps. I, oh, in Philadelphia, when I got to battle all those yeah. upset Philly fans that are coming up and I'm trying to go down. That's oh. my favorite when you're when you're going upstream yeah. and the rest of the fans are going yeah, against the grain. Yeah, that was my favorite watching JT try to try to bull his way down the aisle there. That was my. But favorite. that's how that's how painful the knee was, yes. right? Because we right? know that JT, you know, is, wants magic. <laughs> Victorious match, yeah. but like but the knee the were so bad. Yeah. Like doing the walk-offs, like and you do a good job with those. But man, boy, that was a stretch. But what a new lease on life for you, getting out there and walking these cities. Now we like to get out and walk yeah. and go to our yeah. lunch spots, and you'll be chomping at the bit. You and Dave was dragging that leg <laughs> last year, <laughs> <laughs> just dragging. We can extend our radius a little bit now. I think, <laughs> we, right? Yeah. We, we, go we, more than two blocks. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Well, listen, I'll be traveling a little bit more this year, but I'm not doing those 5.30 a.m. coffee that you guys get. I'll, I'll get coffee with you, JT, but not that early. It's not 5.30. It's not 5.30. Can okay. you handle seven? Six? Yeah, I can, <laughs> seven. I can do seven. Okay. I can do that. Well, you can't yeah. do seven. Seven I can do. Yeah, Could can, you do seven? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Periodically. <laughs> but I'm ready to go. And you hear the basketballs have been bouncing in the gym for the last couple months, really, but certainly it ramps up the last couple of weeks, and then – you guys got to watch the first day of training camp, and, and you feel impressed. It was very competitive. There's 710 people in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That'll die down. That'll die down. It'll, it'll slowly it'll pare down, but 
For right now, there's a, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of people here. It's a big staff. But it's a big gym, so that's good. But so there's room gym. for everybody. It's a big gym, but it was a spirited effort. I, I, I love what I saw in the uh, first glimpse of training camp yesterday. Yeah, me too. Um, a couple of things really impressed me. The energy level was off the charts. Um, and I think Coach Mosley in his third year has really stepped up his, his coaching game. JT and I were talking about that. Just his command, his presence in the huddle, the things that he says, challenging players. Um, it feels a little different, a little more, you know, there are, there are expectations for the first time since Jamal has been the head coach. Expectations to make the playoffs this year. And I, I think everybody feels that down on the court. You get that sense that there's a sense of urgency and a sense that we got to do things the right way and we have to be pros and uh, Coach Mosley really put that forward. And then, Jeff, when we watched the team scrimmage, they divided it up day one into you know, three or four groups, I guess, uh, scrimmaging. And when one was versus two, um, it, was, it was really competitive. I mean, it was, it was like a, uh, an NBA playoff game in terms of the intensity, wasn't it? It, it is. You know, what's interesting is um, you know, it, it, it's, when you're in camp and you're playing against – it's the same guys every day, right? You're going up against the same people. They kind of have an idea of – um, you know, you, you know what the team's going to do and, and things like that. So we got a special guest too. Oh. We got while we're recording Magic Pod Squad. We were just talking about. We're just, just talking, talking about, about Coach Mosley. Let me ask you a question. I just said. Hey, listen, listen. I just said a minute ago, just right before you walked right in, before you came in. I sense that there's a sense of urgency that you feel and that you're communicating to the team. You've, you've upped your game as a head coach coming into this preseason. Well, you know, you're asking these guys to grow, uh, get better. Uh, and as a coach, you have to grow and get better and find out ways and where you can improve. Uh, and you, you, if you're asking this group to grow and get better, you have to do it yourself. Um, I don't know if it's a sense of urgency as, as it is more of uh, maturity. I think there's got to be a level of maturity. I told them we can still have fun, play with a sense of joy, but you know, we have to learn from the lessons that we've got hit with last year you know what I like there, there was a lot of people in the gym yesterday a lot of people during training camp but there's a lot of energy around this group are you feeling that do you get amped up for the start of training camp I do I absolutely yeah. do I think just being in the gym with these guys being able to have fun with them and, and you know help show them the process of things mm -hmm. day in and day out and I think the, the more energy that we bring as coaches the more energy that these guys feed off of. Uh, and now that's not taken away from the, the detailed work that we're you know, trying to do, but you got to have fun with the game. You know, I've been thinking about the first unit, the second unit, things that you, you probably lose sleep over at night. <laughs> but um, just what would that look like? I, I've been thinking, you know, all through the summer, what's the, what is this going to look like when they hit the floor? And we saw in, on day one yep. what it looks like, that second unit. Um, they're highly competitive, and even the third unit. You know, I mean, you've got a lot of depth on this roster. And that's, you know, that's what we said, and I probably said it way too many times in, in meet, during media day, compete, 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 compete. But you looked at the practice, and it, it was that. I mean, from the guys that are you know, possibly going to be with our G League team, they are coming in ready to go. Uh, we had you know, four teams in practice, which I have, we have yet to have since we've been here. So it's one group doesn't get it right. Next group, step on, step off, and figure out what you've got to get better at, and then come back on. But I think it's been, it's been great just from day one uh, that they're that they're competing the right way. When will Dante mature? Is my question, Jamal. Right. I know. So, <laughs> since I've been here, I've seen growth. 
Okay. Have you? Is it just the gray beard that you see the growth <laughs> in, or okay? That's part of it. Gray beard helps, but yeah. I think there's times on the air that you know he, he does say some very mature things. Sometimes. Um, Sometimes. Not, not often. Not often. Mm -hmm. But there's right. enough that, you know, you can see the growth in there. You got you know, you to celebrate the small wins. That's true. You have to celebrate the small wins. That's a good point. And at, some, and at some point, Jamal will not will be fine with us just taking over his conference room <laughs> and doing the podcasts in here. That's so, right. So he doesn't, you, guys, you guys have this. You don't have anything better to do today, no, no, do no, you? No, there's not practice starting in about 42 minutes. <laughs> go. You got to go. You got to go. Listen, if you yeah. need us out, we'll get out of here right now. <laughs> I will, we are not using the conference room. Our, our coaches just pack themselves either into our video room or in my office, and we just you know make it a close knit group. We're okay. All right. Last thing before we let you go, yes. is Brett is Brett a little obnoxious with the gold medal? He wears it to practice. He's walking around with it. He's got it hanging in his in his office. Has it become a bit much? He has bragging rights. Let him have it. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, not does. mad at it at all. But go go to town. Keep the reminder. Keep the reminder what what he what he helped them do. I think it's great. I'm not mad great. at it at all. Like yeah. I think we talk about competing. That's that's they, they won that competition. <laughs> they won that. That's awesome. So it's well, good. It's well, really good, good luck. We can't wait to see. I love the energy. I love the energy, and I know Magic fans are excited too. That's coach. not stopping. There's a reason they should be excited. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. We got to save this for when Jamal's actually on the podcast. Yes, so let him go to work. This doesn't Let's, count as oh, his so guest. No, this does not count. That's oh, okay. why. I that no, I I could see the way I I saw what you were doing. That's what. No, we got. No, you no, can't we got to get. Chuck Daly no, on we got to. <laughs> this this is one of my shows, right? <laughs> so this does not count. It does. It does. You can still. It counts for half. It, 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 it's yeah. You yeah. It definitely counts for half. It's not. Oh, this is not nothing. yet. <laughs> well, actually, you picked it up. It was not anything until you came into the room. It really was nothing until you walked in the room. It was anything. Yeah, it was it literally nothing. It was literally nothing. Yeah. All right. I'll let you guys get back to it. Right. Thank All you. Right. Thanks. Perfect. Thanks, Coach. All right. We appreciate it, Coach. That's good. <laughs> That's Who good. else is behind door number two? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else back there? What's he uh, it's for perfect. So many, for so many years, we didn't get to do these live. We get to do it on a Zoom. We're looking at each other. This on, is a lot right, more fun. Monitor. This is nice. This is a lot more fun. Really miss Zoom, don't you, Jeff? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, I really miss. You'll Zoom. be do. You'll probably still have to do some of these on uh, Zoom, but that, but that's okay. Well, we did. We did what forty-five Wait. Zooms. All we saw was David's Adams apple. <laughs> <laughs> you you couldn't figure the camera. Sally, I can't. <laughs> turn this thing on. I can't. So <laughs> can get the dog out of here. Oh, yeah. Coach was. Uh, Come on. He was a fixture. Yeah. But you know what's great? I, I got a buddy of mine whose kid plays flag football, and he was playing against Jamal Mosley's Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm team. out there Friday night, every Friday. Friday. You're out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're out there with all the kids. Yeah. You're seeing Pop. It. He's taking pictures. He sends, then he sends me the next text is a picture of Coach Mosley with his son's team. So he's, he's there watching his kid, but he's taking pictures with all the other teams. and their, I mean, he gets it. He, he's great in oh, the community. He's, he's unbelievable. Everybody's embraced unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. He's so easy to root for, but now, guys, he gets the full arsenal. Yeah, he gets I, to use everybody that he wants this year. When we when it came around, and I didn't know what you guys were each going to say because I don't prepare obviously for the pod squad, we, right? We know we, this, we know we this, know right? This, that's our yeah, history. That's but that was going to be what I said was how Jamal's just his 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 energy and his leadership and the way he was going about his business yesterday. Um, not that we haven't seen him step up in times before, but it was just different yesterday. And I think it's what you guys said. Like we have a full roster, um, knock on wood. Everybody is going into camp healthy, and we have four full teams out there. And these are things that he, Jamal and his staff has not had um, since since he's been here for th for the first two years. So it is a uh, it is a very exciting time. I I don't know if. Uh, 
I don't know how these guys will respond to the expectations yeah, right. because we haven't had them really for any of these guys that have been here. So it'll be interesting to see how everybody steps up. Really, if you think about, and, and this, you know, we laugh, but we, we want to get Jamal on for a podcast. I just want to talk about his summer. Like, think about this past summer as a, as a basketball coach in the NBA. He's the head coach. He gets to coach the select team. Yeah, they're in the, right. you know, they're in the Olympic development part of the thing. And then he spends time with that coaching staff, that, you know, that uh, world championship coaching staff led by Steve Kerr, you That's know, right. Ty Lue, Eric Spolstra. You know, I mean, just think about the, you know, there's some serious coaching mm -hmm. knowledge there and what he was able to take away from that. Um, you know, I just love to be a fly on the wall and just listen, you know, with, when those guys are meeting. So, you know, I think that would be fun to just get his thoughts uh, on great how point. all that went and everything. It's got, it has to make him a better coach for the Orlando Magic. And, I, you know, that's one of the things I, I want to see. You know, what, you know we're going to see that, you know. One of the things that he's told me is like, and we read some of this, is how selfless all of those guys were. The humility of being in that room with them from Steve Kerr, all the guys we mentioned, you know, eventual Hall of Fame NBA coaches, uh, Hall of Fame college coaches being yes, around, Mark yes. Few and Matt Painter. How do you not pick something up? Exactly. And so, you know, as a, yeah. it, those are the kind of things that I, I, I want to watch, you know, behind the scenes and see, you know, those things, what he learned and how he brings that to the table. And not only that, all the time he's spending with these guys individually as players, too, in addition to what he's yes. doing with the, you know, he, he went to – Abu Dhabi or, or not Abu Dhabi he went to the Philippines Manila and he went mm -hmm. to Germany and he went to you know LA to be with it just he's going all over the place to spend time individually with these guys um, he cares he cares about where this group is going and it's mostly the same group which is also I would think an advantage going into camp because you don't have to spend as much time teaching uh, the same group what you've already hopefully have gotten through to them for the last you know season two and you know that type of thing to your point um the continuity is big i think too but also jamal has spent as we know the last two years really cultivating relationships right. mm -hmm. with these people and he's a he has a servant type personality i mean he he gets to know you he uh, he care you can you know he cares about you yeah the players know this so now when things are you know amped up a little bit he has a relationship with these guys. So if he comes down on a guy in practice for this or that, they know where he's coming from, you know, in his heart. They, they know that, that he has their best interest in his huge, mind. Huge. So I think, you know, the two years of developing relationships, and now you amp it up like he said he's doing, um, I, th I think that, that really plays to our advantage as a team. I can't help but think when you mentioned getting together with all the coaches, you mentioned Chuck Daly. When the bill would come after dinner, and he'd say, well, "Your payment is you just what'd you say, David? You just had dinner with Chuck Daly." <laughs> That's right. I wonder. I wonder well, if any of those guys. Look at it now. Oh boy! You just had dinner with Chuck Daly. <laughs> it was something. One of the oh my gosh! I forgot. About, I actually of, forgot about that. One of the all-time greats. Yeah. You know, we we love these competitive battles, right? For minutes, and. Jeff Weltman said it, Coach Mosley said it, these guys have said it, like nothing was going to be given, right? So now, I think in the years past, we were in a different place where we had to get a look at guys. We had to know who we had, and you had to play guys based on even where they were drafted or where their contract situation is, because you had to know, right? You had to know what you had, and you still have a little bit of that. You still have some guys you got to get a look at, but for the most part, he's going to be able to play 
whoever earns the minutes. And that's what they were saying in media day. Like these, nothing's going to be given. These minutes are going to be earned. We love it as fans and broadcasters and all that stuff. Jeff, do the players love it? I don't. Do they? I don't, I don't think these battles are going to be legitimate. And I, I, I think these guys are going to. These minutes are going to have to be earned. I, I see. As a player, as a competitor, you do right. You do like, okay. You okay. absolutely do love it because there's if there are battles for playing time, then that's on you as a player, yeah, right? Right. Right. What what you don't want is you go to a team where there's already a pecking order, right? Like you're a young player, say on a veteran team, yep, right. you know what's going to happen, right? Uh, and, and so I've always thought, you know, if I've got a chance to battle for minutes, like if it's open, if there's a chance, then that excites me because, you know, I control that uh, on how I play That's in good. the practice, what I do, um, you know, trying to figure out what are the coaches, how do I get on the floor, what are they looking for, what do they need from me? Uh, in order for me to get time, I think those, that's healthy. You know, that's uh, that that's great for a team, uh, and that keeps everybody on edge because it also, you know, we know going in, you know, we when we figured, and I think we saw it on the first day, you know, the the expectation is the lineup will be the same, the yeah, starting right. lineup will be the same right. as the way it finished yeah. last year, right? But at the same time, because it's competitive, those guys have to know that I still got to produce. This is not given to me. Um, if I don't, then these guys are hungry. Um, they'll be right there. They're, they're, they're waiting to get my minutes. You, you got to like that. You got a Gary, a Gary Harris, most likely maybe the only spot that only because of injuries, he was kind of in and out, but that's probably maybe, and I don't even think that spot's up for grabs per se, but you know, everything else is pretty well locked. You know, it's going to be Markel, Paulo, it's going to be Franz. Um, so you would think probably Gary Harris slips into that spot. And then behind him, you've got depth now. You've got guys that are there that, you know, just because Franz is starting doesn't mean Jonathan Isaac and Joe Ingles aren't coming for that spot, right? I, I, I think that can only help you. The spot all, all may these not guys. change, but the minutes. But, right. right. That's right. There the you go. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, like Franz is going to be on the floor. Of course. So of if course. you're, you know, if you're, or you're Jonathan Isaac or Joe Ingles, if you want time, then you got to produce, right? Like you, you got to, you know, we're we going to play Franz thirty-five minutes, or are we going to play him thirty-two minutes? Yeah. You know, and who takes up the you slack get a few more in minutes. those three minutes? Um, you want those? You know, they all count. Right? I think they those. I think those. You actually just touched on the two guys that I think are going to make our season really interesting is, is are Jonathan Isaac and Joe Ingles because how does that affect? the minutes maybe down the stretch in February, March, and April for, for Paolo and Franz, right? Like we, we, we clearly know that Paolo and Franz are, are 1A and 1B on this team. Um, but like you said, do they have to play 38, 39, 40 minutes a night? Right. Or, or, are you, or are you able to get 15, 16 quality minutes out of Jonathan this year? I mean, right now he looks fantastic during the first few days of camp. Um, Joe Ingles at 36 years old, like, and and he looked really good yesterday. I, I just a, a, an element that's been missing from our team for the last few years is somebody that, if I know that ball's going up, it's going in. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it, it right. was it was interesting. So right. I do think that that the depth of the Magic has definitely gotten better. If you can add those two guys and get something out of them, I I, I really like where we're sitting right now for sure. And then you've got Cole and Jalen. Really fighting on the second competing. Unit, I mean, they, like are, just, they are competing they want minutes. I yeah. mean, it's clear that they want to earn their minutes, and you know that's what they've got to do. Those are two talented guys. Yeah, you know, Jalen's a difference maker on the defensive end, and Cole is you know automatic offense, instant offense. So 
they bring something to the table too. That that second unit was impressive. It has been impressive in camp for sure. It's so then, all about staying healthy, right? Yeah. It's about yeah. staying healthy. But in an ideal world, Cole, you know, we he can be sixth man of the year in the conversation, right? He can be in that conversation for sixth man of the year. Sure, he's going to score. Offense. He's going to be, you know, that's what voters look for, how many points. And, the, and the Orlando has to win, too. Like, yeah. Cole can put up a lot of numbers yeah. as yeah, the yeah. sixth man, but like, sure. but yeah. we have to win some to for him to get well, in that even recognition. Even if he doesn't win the award, that's his Right, we, I, it should Cole be. be sixth man right. of the year, and Jalen Suggs can be – one of the best defensive players. I mean, think about the defense you're coming off the bench within that second unit with Jalen Suggs, Suggs and J.I. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. What, Absolutely. Do we, what do we need out of Jalen Suggs this year? You know, the, the, the simple thing is that guy that's a difference maker on the defensive end. And we've seen that, right? Like a guy you can put in and he changes things defensively. You know, get out, run the floor, make plays, things like that. You know, I think the scoring to me for Jalen is a bonus. I think he is an impact yeah, sure. player. He can be, you know, Brian Hill tells, you know, says this all the time, I think, uh, you know, in our pre and post game show is there, there are just not a lot of guys in the NBA that you can throw out there. It, it's hard to, to stop guys individually, right? And there's just not a lot of stoppers. A guy that you can, you yeah, know, put on somebody right. and you don't have to double team, right? Jalen can be one of those guys. He is just so good defensively, I think. You know, obviously there's still some learning to be sure, done. Sure. You know, maybe he gambles a little bit too much at times and everything, but that comes with maturity. But his physical gifts, um, his speed, his quickness, his hands, those things are all there. I think he's a difference maker when he comes into the game. You could put him on a, a high-scoring guard um, and, and change things, uh, change the momentum of the game uh, if a guy's hot. In my opinion, I think that's where he's – that's his biggest there gift. There aren't a ton of those, right? No. There aren't, right, there aren't exactly. a ton of those guys. Yeah. And you mentioned Brian Hill, former Magic head coach, NBA Finals, um, knows his stuff for sure. We know Brian knows what he's talking about. He thinks – we talked about it uh, just earlier this week – that Jalen is pretty much the X factor, one of the big X factors for the team this year, like we're talking about. And he says he, he's, he just needs to be – he just needs – this would be awesome – an elite <laughs> defender, which he is, sure. and low turnover, high assist. And then scoring just whatever, you know, you score is just what you get just by doing those other things. So I thought that was pretty interesting. If he can, you know, make that focus, make that his focus, um, it could be really good. I know in the first day of scrimmage, uh, an interesting anecdote, um, Anthony Black was bringing a ball up the floor in a – you know, his third unit, and the, the rookie's on the third unit because of the depth of the team. Right. He's a pretty talented young guy. And Jalen was just crawling him, just up in him. I mean, A.B., who's pretty talented ball yeah, handler, and had trouble getting the ball in, into the offense. And Jamal stopped practice and said, look, Jalen Suggs, was, he was crawling into A.B., he said, forget about, you know, the play at this point. You got somebody's gotta come and help A B yeah, get right. away from, from Jalen Suggs. Set How a screen, that? free him up. But, you know, Jalen is he is, like Jeff said, he's an elite defensive player on the ball. He's he's pretty special in that regard. Only a couple in the league. Well, and he's part of that second unit. You guys mentioned Joe Ingles. Do we know anything else about Joe? Has anyone started to do any deep dives? I, the thing that blew me away, he's going into year 10 in the NBA. He played 10 years overseas. His first, I think, seven, six years in the NBA, he missed seven games. He said he wants to play all 82. This, this guy's durable. Yeah. Almost 40% from three, right? I mean, what an addition in a guy like Joe. And I haven't had a ton of interaction with him, but 
He seems like a vocal guy. He has no problem getting on guys when it's warranted, and it all comes from the right place. I mean, he seems to be a he terrific addition. He is definitely somebody that the guys have gravitated towards. Is just that right? for it, just seems like it. They they look to him on the court when when a play is over, and then that group goes off to the side. You can see Joe is is one of the guys that is doing most of the talking you, you need to be here and you should be over here and whatever else and so he is definitely and the guys are all engaged when he speaks um he has a good pedigree i mean as he's been like you said this is his 10th year but he had 10 years uh away from here too the guys are looking for that leadership that helps that has to help jamal and his staff too because after a while you need you need somebody else to to police you right Not jeff like you need somebody in that locker room that's capable of of leading without direction from the coach and he can lead that right right and, and is contributing right he's got to be and i do think joe will contribute like i i think in the right he you know he knows his role he's not he's not looking to play 33 minutes anymore you know like he's he's coming in he's looking to provide some leadership he wanted to get his family he said it to the staff right he he was at one of our full staff events and He's like, you know, it was time to get my wife out of the cold. I put her through enough, and and but I also liked that this where this young roster was going. I had a good relationship with Jamal, so I think all of Joe's intentions are in the right place. I think he's a solid addition to what we're trying it, to do. It's interesting. So, uh, like at, at, at last night's practice, it was not as uh, com- combative. You know, it's more teaching and things like that. So what happens is, and you guys know with your own children and everything, when they're in school and everything, right? Like. When you're young, like you don't really want to raise your hand and ask a question, right? Like you don't want to right, ask right. a question because you don't want the attention on you, or you don't want to feel like you're you're not getting it and everything. And listen, these guys on the basketball on the NBA team in camp, you're being thrown so much stuff, right? Learning, knowing the plays, you know, you got a playbook, you got to learn and everything. But here's Joe Ingles, right? He's seen everything, but he's he'll stop and he'll stop Jamal and say, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask, this. Let, me, let me be clear, let me ask this question and everything. And Jamal will respond and say, that's a great question, right? So it's a little thing and it might be that, you know, because he's, you know, maybe we're doing things differently than Joe has seen before. But it also, from a leadership standpoint, it frees up the young guys to say, you know what, if Joe Ingles is a veteran player, is asking, I can can ask ask a question question too, too, right? right? It's okay for me to stop practice and ask a question. So I, that's a little thing that I noticed. Well, you've been in that situation. You know how scary that can be. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you just, you know, it's just something that you see um, when you watch. Um, And I think it's why, as George mentioned, the guys are gravitating to him because he's just one of them. Um, you know, there's, I don't know, there maybe, is there 10 years between he and the next guy? Maybe not he and yes. Gary. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Gary. Gary is the next, because I, right. I actually right. just did this before we got on here. Uh, looked at it. I, Joel Glass wanted to know our average age going into the season, and it's 24.6 something. I have it written down. But, so Joe um, Gary's because of Joe, Joe. Well, Joe is 36, and the next closest one is Gary at 29. Yeah. Um, so, so Joe obviously skews what our average right, age right, is, yeah. um, but we still have, you know, you still have nine players on the roster that are 24 or younger. Um, you still have, I think it's 10 players on the roster with three years or less experience. Um, this is still a super young team just because we've watched these guys all together for the last two, three years. Like, the, you know, Wendell is 25, 26. It, it, it's, st- it's still such right. a young yeah. group. So you're going to definitely lean on Joe's experience. It struck me when Wendell, what, this is year six he's going yeah. into? 
has never at, been to the playoffs. Right. He said, I, 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 we're hoping, because all the talk was playoffs and expectations. What is, what is Wendell, 24? Would love to I, he's 25, I, he's I believe, 25, just turned 26, 26 just turned 26 yesterday. So, like, that, it, it's still a young, you know, guys that are not, Absolutely. and they're not even close to their prime yet. That's why the Joe Ingles and Gary Harris, they're, they're so important. Very important. Yeah. So important. I'm thinking back to the mid-'90s, Jeff, to the Shaq and Penny were 22 and 23. People – probably forget how young Shaq and Penny were but and that team wouldn't have done what it did without Horace Grant, Grant. Donald Royal, right. Jeff, Jeff Turner, Turner, Brian Shaw, the veterans are what elevated that team. Shaq and Penny were great. They were That's superstars, right. but they weren't ready to make the kind of jump that that team made and until the veterans really pulled uh, pulled together. So, you know, that's what Joe and and Gary can do for this team. They can take it to I don't know what I'm not saying it's an NBA Finals team, sure, but sure. whatever the level was before, you know, you put them in the mix, they can take it to the next level. Markel's saying it's an NBA Finals team. I love that. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get. To, I, uh, well, I, I mean, we'll get to Paulo and Franz, but I. I but we Mark did. Kelsey. We we did talking points before media day. By the way, I just I just want to <laughs> let you guys know uh, that was not on the talking points checklist. No, well, I like that, that was that, not on Set it. the bar high. Set the bar high. I I could be wrong, David, but is there? You know, we know, and Jeff, you've documented it great. What Markel brings to this team, and he gets you what you need when you need it. In those first 25 games, you didn't have them. You're five and 20. He comes back. You rattle off a great finish to the season. But am I wrong? I get a feeling from Markel that something special is coming this year. I think he means business with his haircut, right? So first of all, you just look at the guy. He's in great shape. He's talking about maybe we can be a team that comes out of the East. He's talking about how young he is. People haven't even seen his full potential. He's just got – there's a, a certain way about him. He's always a confident guy anyway. But to me, there seems to be a – am I wrong about that? Did you, well, you know what's so unique? Markel? Yeah, I, I totally agree. But what's really unique about his story is that the number one pick in the draft, right, number one yes. pick in 2017. So this is, what, his seventh year in the NBA? Yep. And he's had – he had the shoulder, the bizarre right. shoulder injury. He's had – he broke his toe going into camp last year. So here he is. What is he? 24, 25? He was 25. 25. He's still, you know, sub um, physical prime in right. the NBA. Yeah. You know, you, you think 27, 28, 29, 30, that's when you hit your prime. So he's still relatively young. He's a former number one pick. He's had all of these setbacks. And now he comes into camp, like you said, he shaved his, his head and. He's I like it. By I, that's, that's what I said to you. What there is, is that's there's all a look business. about him that, look that, about that him. looks uh, very special. I think he's going to have a great so year. So what could that be? If, if, it, if it's his big year that we think he's capable of, what, what does that look like? Because it, it feels like he could be huge this year. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, people always, you know, in the, in the national media, maybe the fans at times, always focus on what his weaknesses are, right? But you, you forget, you know, about what – what he does, what are his strengths and everything. And, you know, I say it all the time, you know, he gives you what you need when you need it. Uh, he makes those plays. He makes people better around him. I think for Markel, one of the things that he's really good, off the ball, he's one of the best defenders. I mean, he's got great anticipation. You know, his ability to use his size and his strength and everything to really get into the basketball, become a better on the ball defender. I think will be a huge step for him, but that comes from feeling good, healthy. You know that he's that he's healed. I, I just think you know if you got Markel on the floor, 32, 33 minutes a game, you're you've got something special. Yeah, I I right. feel that way. 
So I, I'm really looking forward to Because the way he moves, his here. vision, his everything. He just moves differently than other people, yeah. you know, other guards. He's got a feel for the game that I really like. I think he makes people better when he's on the floor. I don't think there's any secret we got a guy in Paolo. We got a guy in Franz. But, George, I'm watching media day, and I'm just watching every head gravitate towards every move Paolo made, every move Franz made. I mean, I, to me, we got two guys. I think we got, you said it, 1A, yeah, 1A, 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 interchangeable, right? There's a different feel about those guys this year. There was on media day. I think we're going to see it. I think there's going to be some national attention coming for this Magic team. I know we got the one national TV game. Woohoo. Um, which, which we don't like. We want to do every game. Woohoo. Every game is on Valley Sports. No offense. I want more than one. <laughs> oh, no, I hear it. No, I hear it. But I think there's. I think there's good, the word's out. You got the reigning rookie of the year. Franz got a gold medal. I, I don't, you're not going to hide I, those guys. I we think both. I think both of those guys come in with a, you know, even more confidence than they had before. I mean, the the summer and the way they finished the season last year, and especially the summer for Franz uh, and for Paolo. I mean, Paolo was a a, a major impact player yes. on that Team USA squad, and and. You could tell the difference when Paolo, at least I could, that when the when he was in the game and when he wasn't in the game, uh, that could be just because I'm biased and I wanted to see him in the game more. Yes. But um, I think they come into the season knowing what you know, knowing what is expected of them on the floor and and, and in the locker room. I think they're going to take on more of a leadership role. Uh, just and I think it's just going to come naturally to those guys. And and the rest of the team does look to those guys uh, to, to take that. They know that we're only going to go as far as those guys are going to take us. Right. So um, they definitely have come into camp with a little more confidence, a little more swagger. Uh, and they showed it yesterday uh, in the first couple of days here of camp. It's been really, really solid. You saw Shaq when he came here. You just mentioned him. You saw Dwight when he came here. Now you look back at what Paulo did as a rookie, right? 20 points, seven rebounds and, and the way he played and performed and got to the free throw line. That's year one. Right? How, do you, how, how impressed are you when you look back at what he did and how much better? It's amazing, but how much better he can even get to. Oh, yeah. Historically, he's one of the best rookies in the last, well, I've been around 35 years. So yeah. um, I, can, I can say definitely that he's, he's right there with you know, the top rookies that have come into this league, especially when you consider his age and only one, one year. Back in the, in the 80s and 90s, you know, Shaq played three years at LSU. That was a different right. – that was a whole different deal, him coming into the NBA. Sure. But what Paolo is doing is just incredible, really. And he's still 20. He doesn't turn 21 until November. So um, he and Franz, you're right, uh, 1A, 1B. And uh, I, I think they both could, uh, could have all-star, multiple all-star careers. You know, Franz, it hasn't slowed him down. He's like three summers in a row now. Two NBA seasons. The guy hasn't missed any games, right? Knock on wood. Uh, and, and stood there at media day and said how great he feels. The guy just wants to play, <laughs> right? The guy just wants to play. And I, what's next for him? I mean, we look at You still continue to marvel at what Franz can do. What will we ask of Franz this year? Everything. <laughs> still, still everything. All of it. Still everything. Yeah. But he embraces that. He I, does. You know, we laugh about that, but he embraces that. He wants to be great. Um, and, and I think that's that's yeah. what makes Franz who he is. You know, no, we didn't know that, right? He's coming in as the eighth pick. You know, we knew he had skills and things like that. But the one thing you don't know is how great these guys want to be what you know what's that fire what's that internal part you know you can you're just guessing you know if you're Jeff Weltman uh on that one but that's the thing that stands out you know that's why that's why he's playing all summer yeah. for the you know German team he wants to be great he wants he just wants to compete and wants to win so 
Yeah, I think we're going to expect everything. Every part of his game, you know, he's going to expect, and thus, you know, we will, that he'll he'll improve in every aspect of the game. Just the fact that he wants to be on the floor all yes. the time, yeah. and, and Paolo is the same way too. A lot of our guys are the same way, but, yeah, like, right. the fact that Franz – is just out. I mean, he was angry that he missed those games in the World Cup, but he was really upset and and did everything he could to get back toward the end there. So the fact that he wants to be out there for all 82, uh, and the fact that we know and his teammates know that he's going to do everything he yeah. can to be out there and for all 82. I mean that 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 alone is is is, is enough for me. All right, the thing I want to end on is the Eastern Conference. You sit on where we are. What's it going to take to get in? Everyone says playoffs, and that'd be great expectations well you know let's just build on what we did playoffs would be great let's be in the hunt i think we're a playoff team i think we can be but first did it kill you that miami wasn't able to land damian lillard i was really upset yeah i that yeah that really stuck in my craw a couple for a couple days that they that they failed on that yeah i felt like that's where he was headed i know jeff was sad jeff was really upset that bother you jeff that they weren't able to land i mean but it wasn't their fault listen right that's true They did everything they could, right? Yeah. You know, Portland. You know, Portland did it to them. You know, that's it wasn't their fault. It was, you know, so that's that's where it is. Which know? credit Portland? I mean, that, what a haul for Lillard, and then to spin Holiday, and now they'll probably flip Brogdon and and all that. That was a heck of a haul. But it's really, it seems like they're their own East. You've got right. You've got Milwaukee and Boston with the moves that they've made, and then you've got everyone else. But what? Why can't Orlando be? What Cleveland did, what New York did two years ago. Why can't we be a team that's certainly in the conversation and fighting for a play-in spot this year? Well, I think the reason that you would say it's going to be tough is because Cleveland is still good. And New York is – they haven't taken a step back. Right, right. And you're still going to have Atlanta with Trey Young and a pretty good roster. and um, So it's going to be hard to move – you know, it's just not that easy to move – rapidly up it's happened before phoenix did it a couple of years ago they made a huge jump so maybe our roster mirrors what phoenix was able to do we'll see but to jump from 34 wins to you know a mid 40s would be after you jump 12 wins from one year to the next to do another 10 or 12 with that's a big ass with basically the same roster right too it's not like we added a a major and and some good rookies right well right that's yeah i mean you haven't added like a major free agent that you look at and just you know haven't said that if we're if we can stay healthy all year we can definitely make a jump well that's it right just don't know how big you know it's it's always interesting like in the past you know we start a season you always look at the eastern conference and or the western conference and you look okay well who's who's still you know thinking lottery and things Mm -hmm. like that you go through the east and you, you start looking it's just not a, you know, I mean, you might say that, you know, Washington is completely retooled, right? right, right. Everything like that. But, you know, the Pacers are going to want to compete, right? Charlotte like, wants know, to be better. It, you know, they have to be, right? Like yeah. the expectations are there. So I don't know that there are, you know, you look at the East and you're not saying, oh, well, that's a lottery team. You know, yeah. that not there's not that many as maybe we've seen in the past. So I think that's what's, you know, we can make great strides and still be, you know, in that 30, you know, 36 to 40 mm-hmm. range and everything, which might be good enough to get yeah. in or not. But it, it will be a struggle. We could play better, and we will play better. Um, but it, the wins, it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be important from day yes. one, yeah. I think. Just, beca- just because we improved 12 games this year doesn't right. give us the guarantee that we're going to improve 12 games right. our last year, 12 games to yeah. this year. It just, you know, it just doesn't work on that. We wish it did. Right. It just right. doesn't go on that steady incline like you want it to we go. We may not so. want to get – too deep into this because I know we're pretty much 
exhausted our time and probably the listener's uh, attention span. <laughs> you mean the listener? <laughs> but the listener, yeah, that's out there. Uh, but they um, turned us off after Jamal. We've already, there. What are you we've already <laughs> lost our listener. We're already no out. More bonus guests. Oh well. Oh, but damn. the the in season tournament. Oh yeah. Yeah. What factor is that going to play, Jeff? I know you have some some thoughts. I, on I think it. it's huge for a team like us. Like I, you know, if you if you look traditionally at the really good teams, you know, and, and, and you think about it, we talked about the East, you know, Milwaukee's got a new coach. They're mm-hmm. adding Damian Lillard into that. So there's an adjustment period. Well, this in-season tournament's going to come quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston is kind of in the same, but it'll, I mean, yeah, they're, they're at the end with the talent they have, they're going to be right there. But early in the season, you know. Maybe I, not. Maybe not, right? <laughs> maybe so not. So I think, you know, for us, like, and saying heard, we might be going to Vegas? Are you no. all saying we might be going yeah, to Vegas? Yeah, I'm saying it. I like it. Yeah. But but I've heard, you know, uh, Paolo say that's a goal, right? Yeah, of course. That's a yeah, goal. And that's I right. think that's a that's an outstanding goal. Because in order to do that, you're going to be playing in competitive games early in the season. Which for a young team like ours, I think, oh my God, how valuable is that? But to explain be to fans, that. you think they will you think they'll everybody's going to embrace this, we feel, right? The players and the, those extra tournament games in November might have a little extra meaning. I think so. Okay. I think anytime I like if you're if listen if you're a competitor um, and you're playing for something early, that hasn't been the case. Yeah. I would I'll be honest with you, David will tell you this. I you know like I'm a traditionalist. Don't mess up a good thing, sure, right? Don't sure. add things. You know, I was you know me. I was not on right. board with the play-in tournament, right. but yes. I love it now. I think yep, it's yep. Uh, and I think this. This is one of those things where I was like, eh, but the more I've thought about it um, and the value of it, and I, again, I, my lens is for the Orlando Magic yeah, sure, and our sure. young roster. I think it's huge um, to be, you know, these kind yeah. of games playing for something. Um, if you can get through the pool play and then those, you know, the quarterfinals, semifinals, getting to Vegas, as you pointed out. I think that's huge for a young team like us to have that early in the season to be shooting for. I haven't looked at the other teams' schedules when it comes to the play-in games. Like, I, I didn't like the way, where some of our play-in games fall. Like, I don't like the fact that the you know the game at Chicago is our third game in four nights, but that's a play-in game or a, uh, not a play-in, an in-season tournament game. I keep calling it the play-in. It's in-season tournament. Uh, I didn't like that. Um, I, I don't. I, the games are very close. Uh, I think another one is. The home game against it might be Boston. I think that's another one where it's th- third game in four nights. It just seemed like why can't why couldn't those be spread out a little? Like two in the afternoon or something. Two yeah, two in the time. afternoon. Yeah, but like so, I you know I haven't looked at if every other team's games are like that. But I know I know it goes from the third to the twenty eighth. Ours seems to be over in about six days. Like our, <laughs> our like our in season tournament ends in about six days. So I don't know what it's like for I, I just hope it doesn't but, but hurt us. I, I guess I wasn't you're that's a great point. But I was thinking about like that Chicago game, right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. that's our first one, isn't it? Like uh, Oh we play Bro- we play at Brooklyn oh, right. and it's okay. the same road trip. Yes. The same road trip is at Brooklyn. Two in that same road right. trip. Yeah, yeah, at but, Brooklyn but, but and then at Chicago. That Chicago thing, how that sets up very much like a playoff type deal right sure. we're going to see them uh the game, the before, game before right now going into this game yeah, with significant yeah. meaning you've just played them you've got tape right. you know you can make adjustments and everything again for a young team that growth just going through that i think that's huge um you know as you're looking down the road so what a wild setup though you have one home game then you're gone you go out west <laughs> then you come back then you go to mexico city 
Now you're playing tournament in season. It's rough. Games. You like the you, you like the schedule, David. You like crazy. the way to Vegas. Of, yeah, no, it's it's kind of crazy. I don't think we've ever. I, I know <laughs> we've never went. We've yeah, no, we've never done it. I've already looked at in. it. That's we've looking, never. Yeah, this is the earliest home opener. No, we, this I is the earliest. Some November, some early West but Coast. This trips. is the earliest we've ever had a West yeah. Coast trip. I we we already did that research before the season started. So yeah, it's it's gonna be it's rough. Another thing to overcome. But hey, you know that's what that's what makes it fun. And and the thing that I'll end with is Artie Kander who is now the high-performance director, who is one of one. Oh, yeah. human being, there, there is one Arnie Kander, <laughs> and I encourage everybody. He's phenomenal. He's great to speak with. He was with that Pistons team that won, what, 05? I think when they won in 05. He sees a lot of similarities with this group. Not saying we're going to be championship team this year, but on that trajectory, the way they work, how close they are, you know, and, and you got one or two guys, and then everybody knows their roles. He sees a lot of similarities with that Pistons team. And this team with their work ethic, which I thought was pretty interesting. We'll take that. We'll take that. Absolutely. We'll take, take those. But do yourself a favor and talk to Arnie because that, that's a great dude. That's a great dude. All right. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Pod Squad. Let's have a great season, fellas. I'm ready to go. All right. Let's go. Here we go. This. We'll see you next time.